Hey there, hey, and welcome to this Monday pod of Born to be a Star. Today is Monday, your day, another day, another opportunity for you to recognize your star power, another day for you to recognize what you can do and what you can set your mind to. You can seriously accomplish any goal you set your mind to, and you can seriously do you know, something that might be difficult if you just focus on it. If you spend the time and effort to get it done, you'll be very surprised with your results. Today is a Monday and another opportunity for you to look in the mirror and say to yourself, yes, I can. Yes, I can apply for that job, even if I don't think I'm going to get it. <clears throat> yes, I can set a vacation in advance to do something I actually want to do. Yes, I can decide if I want to maybe jump into the housing market or maybe just continue to rent until I find something I actually like because there's nothing available right now. Yes, I can decide I want a new car. Yes, I can decide I want to change my hair color, change my lipstick, change the the designer that I wear. I can decide any of those things and more. And you can too. Yes, you can decide you want to learn a new language. You want to read a new book series. You want to look at a new TV show on Netflix. And you can also decide that you want to learn how to bake. You want to learn how to make cakes. Or you want to learn how to knit. You can do all those things. Yes, you can. Following the yes, you cans. You should never give up because if you give up, how are you going to get to the best part of the story? How are you going to get to the great ending or the the happily ever after? If you give up, you'll never get there. Like John Cena says, you have to stay focused. And thank you, John Cena, for that wonderful mantra that we use every day. Never giving up is showing people that even in the worst times ever, if you still believe and and you can focus that might make something that's really bad a little easier to deal with. And finally, why not today? Because procrastination and indecisiveness is not your friend. Saying you're going to do something tomorrow might not be the answer. Because what if tomorrow doesn't come? Or what if you're really busy tomorrow and you can't predict the future? We need to stop putting things on back burners and saying we're going to make that call. Saying we're going to see the person. Saying we're going to do things if we're not actually going to do it. And we need to be serious about things. We need to be aware of our surroundings and we need to be the people that we want to be. We need to set ourselves apart from others. We need to be reliable. We need to be responsible. We need to be willing to learn and prosper and walk around in those big, adult, grown, I-can-do-it shoes. And if you want to say, why not today, then you're making it that much easier for you to be successful, not putting things off. Getting into the main part of our conversation. Don't forget your star wherever you are. Let's get into no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. Still out of us, still out of us anyway. So another week and nothing's happened to Hunter Biden. Joe Biden for sure sold us out to foreign allies, they would say. But I don't really think China is an ally of anything. Janet yelling, going to China and being told that they'll decide climate on their own accord is a slap in the face. And then John Kerry going over to the eat and leave is another slap in the face. I liked when he got questioned about his electric, his wife's plane that he used to get on or the idea that he's misusing his power to do things he shouldn't be doing. Um, and now, you know, the Democrats are going after guess who Trump, like always, because they don't have anything else to talk about. They don't want to talk about 
how Joe Biden is failing Americans in America. They don't want to talk about the fact that Joe Biden's son is guilty of everything. And he got away with two things that he pled guilty to. And they allowed everything else to time out. It's likely that all of the government agencies in America are compromised. And everybody that works at all these places are compromised as well. Especially the people that run the army, the higher ups in the army, the FBI, the CIA. Their, their jobs are compromised. The agencies are compromised. And I'm, I don't think that the American people will ever trust them again. Kamala Harris is a moron. She cannot have, talk or speak a complete sentence. Like, is she from a foreign country? Because it's kind of like she's so awkward. And just everything about her is an embarrassment. She's not black, okay? She's Indian. She's not that bright. I don't know how she got through any kind of law school or any college at all. How does she even get through her, like, undergraduate? Like, she's a moron. And she's a mom? Dude. Like, I have so many questions. When she talks and she uses her hands and she gets excited about words and shapes and stuff like that, it's like, you're the vice president of the United States of America and you should be the vice president of your car. (laughs) Like, where are we? I I wish people would be more aware of the stuff, but they're not. Why are we electing people in the office based on the color of their skin instead of how smart they are? Why is that not important? Why is it not based off of your intelligence instead it's based off of what shade you are? I feel like that's a problem. Because I can't help feeling like that's not going to be beneficial at the end of the day if these people that are getting elected in do not know what's happening. And that's basically what's happening. We're electing in morons. And nobody wants to talk about it. That's not that's not good. Kamala Harris is not a good representation for anybody for any anything. Really not a good representation. And we should really be questioning what the outcome is going to be here. And I know I talk about race a lot because all they do is talk about race, right? That's all they do. The only thing they have to talk about is how black people should be offended by everything that they don't like. The only thing they talk about is women's rights. Abortion is not a right. Okay, it's not. You're killing a baby because you don't want to deal with responsibility. The only way you should be getting an abortion is if you're going to die from having the baby or there's something wrong with the baby. Let's say the child is going to be disabled or it's not going to be an easy delivery or in in the case of a rape or something like that. Outside of those three things I just said, You not wearing a condom and forgetting to take your birth control is not a reason for you to get an abortion because you don't want to deal with you not understanding how to have sex correctly. That doesn't mean you should have an abortion. Why is the government telling women that Medicare or medical is covered with abortions? It's not. And it shouldn't be. Shouldn't we be a country that's young and prosperous telling young people that they can they can set 
their eyes on the sky and they can achieve wondrous, amazing things. Shouldn't we be that hyper energetic fierce voice beyond the rhetoric and noise but Kamala Harris is just one part of the problem right no one trusts the government anymore right no one's thinking oh my god the government is so trustworthy I can't wait to trust them with everything I'm doing no one feels like that and they shouldn't The middle class isn't winning, and they haven't been winning for a long time. Like, (coughs) ask someone that has witnessed multiple mess-ups over the years. I can tell you, it's not a surprise, right? I'd like to think that people would get better at, I don't know, understanding reality because saying something and then not doing it isn't reality that means you're propagandizing bullshit okay that's what i mean i'm tired of these dirty rotten politicians living a glamorous life that they don't change for anybody where they drive around or they have people drive them around expensive cars they don't shop at grocery stores and they don't know what a gas station looks like right they have maids that clean their houses because they don't clean their houses and they have nannies for their children because they have never raised any of them i don't care about these politicians regardless of them being Republican or Democratic, because what are you doing for us in the middle? And although I might be at the top of the middle class, me and my husband with our combined salaries, which we worked hard to get to, I'm still talking about the middle. The middle is the supporter of everything because the only way they can do half the stuff that they do is by hyperinflating the taxes to mess us over. I told you earlier about the gas station, the grocery store, where you buy your clothes from, how you're ordering stuff. By the way, I don't feel bad about the fact that I'm still boycotting Target and I'll never be back there again, ever. Yeah, nah, Bud Light can suck it. I won't even drink it. I don't care if people have it in the house. I'm still not having it. No. It doesn't matter. It's just infuriating. And it's just, it's one thing after another. The middle class cannot be the supporter of bad decisions and stupidity. With this stupid Democratic Party. There's whistleblowers coming out telling everything that happened during that investigation for Hunter Biden. Yet they're ignoring it and they're talking about Trump. Why aren't we impeaching Joe Biden and all these Democratic idiots? What are we waiting for? There's a question. These people are lying to us. 
there's something bigger happening here and it's not about climate change it's not about Trump they sold us out we have no idea what's happening the United States is not powerful with anything there's a weak leader in the White House and the White House is down the United States isn't winning anything inflation is at an all-time high the the actual market right is not winning either things are up they're down they're left they're right they're they're good they're bad they're green they're yellow whatever the situation may be things are not going good for us and sure you could blame the democrats and yes you can blame the republicans but what we can certainly blame is the idea that they say that these people should come together they can't come together on anything look how long it takes for them to make decisions but look how fast it takes for them to decide that they want to send more money to ukraine ukraine isn't the united states of america and until you focus on the united states of america everything that we like is just going to continue to not be fun not going to be enjoyable and it's not going to be a good time and i'd like to tell you things are going to improve but they're not so if you have anything that you like in your life that makes you happy hold on to that because things are going to get really rough and there's nothing that's going to prepare you for what is coming. People joke about China all the time and they act like China is such a great place and all these other places around the world because they're visiting it on a vacation and they're leaving. They don't live there. There's a difference. Visiting someplace and living there is not the same thing. I am only going to speak for America because I'm American and I can tell you this is the only place I probably want to live. I told you earlier on the podcast I probably want to move to Italy one day. Maybe. I'd say I'd go England, I'd go Italy, and maybe even London. But even London has its own problems and that's part of the West. And I don't know if I want to deal with the crown, honestly. Pass. I think I'd do Italy. In all reality. The latest in Gotham City. Well, Gotham City's on fire. And the person that's supposed to be fixing everything, his name's Biden. He doesn't even know what day it is. He doesn't even know how to walk upstairs. And his right-hand man, Kamala Harris, or uh, whatever you want to call her, she can't even talk. So, <laughs> I think everything is on fire. And I'm just I'm just counting the days down to, like, something drastic, something horrible really happens here. And I'm just predicting it in advance because I'm not seeing a good ending here. Though... The White House is down. America isn't doing great. And this is a remnant of an amazing time. And it's not now. These people are condemning young children, young adults, to horror that they don't understand yet. And inflation isn't getting better. Bidenomics isn't the answer. Biden's not the answer. The Democrats aren't the answer. Because they have a base of people that they have to pay off with free goodies. And you know who pays for the free goodies? I do. And I don't get free goodies. I don't get a fucking food stamp card. I don't get anything. Nobody pays my bills. Nobody pays my rent. No one pays for my car. No one pays for anything that I have. So, there's also that. You know, I'm really getting to the point, quite honestly, where I can't help feeling like if you 
hate America so much, why don't you go live in the Dominican Republic? You hate America so much, why don't you go to South Korea? Why don't you go live in Belarus? Why don't you go live in Iran? Why don't you go live there and experience life in those places and get rid of your United States passport and love those countries and never come back? Just never come back. Wouldn't that be great if you could just move to all these other exotic places that you love so much and you hate America so much? Then why do you live in America? You know why you live in America? Because this is the only place that you could say that shit in. That's why. So you're all fraud. You're all Karen Addison. You're all lying. And at the end of the day, at the end of this, you're going to be the loser. Because there's more of us, middle class, goes to work everyday people than you. Living in a bubble, unaware of your surroundings, unaware of anything. And at the end of the day, when we stop giving a fuck, this won't continue. There's more of us in the middle than there is of you at the top. And your day is coming. And the reckoning isn't something that I'm going to predict. I'm just going to tell you it's coming. I'm telling you people are going to get tired of paying all these ridiculous ass taxes not getting anything in their benefit and having a government tell you that we need to care about ukraine i don't care about ukraine i don't care about any foreign country because i don't live there i live here how are you going to tell me in the country i'm in i need to care about other things how does that make fucking sense does that make sense to you because it sure as hell don't make no sense to me i mean what the fuck i'm supposed to sit here and care about Istanbul. And Istanbul doesn't give two fucks about me. Now while I understand that the connection between the United States and other countries is important. I'm saying you can't care about other countries more about the country that you represent. That's what I'm saying. And these children that are in these schools around America are dumber than dumb. So there's that too. This is going to be the representation of America. They can't even talk. There's going to be more Kamala Harris's. More of that is coming. And you know who created it? All of you idiots voting for Democrats. Just saying. Just saying. Gotham City is burning down. And Batman is on vacation. And he is not coming to save anybody. Because you know what? I don't know if anybody's worth saving. Everybody wants to be lied to and they're comfortable living in fake reality. They want those same goggles that Arnold Schwarzenegger had in Total Recall. And they want to live a pretend reality because it's convenient and it doesn't require them to have any actual emotions. They want to date robots and they want robots cleaning their floor because their lazy ass can't get up and vacuum their own floors. That's the America we live in Gotham City is burning finally Elon Musk has decided to change some things up on Twitter and I'm excited about it honestly Twitter was getting boring with the whole tweet tweet thing and all that crap great but honestly I'm excited with whatever he does next with it and I'm also excited with him telling these leftist lunatics that they can suck it because they can suck it the tea of the day is Have fun in the sun because it's hot and it's nice outside and you should be enjoying your life right now. Forget about everything else. Enjoy your life, dude. That's what I'm saying. That.
next part of our conversation skyfall so have you seen that movie skyfall it's one of the 007 um james bond movies and it's one of my most favorite james bond well one of the newer favorite james bonds because you know like goldfinger's like my favorite and octopussy is definitely one of them too i don't know i really like basically all the um i basically like all the james bond movies except for dr no dr no was just ridiculously long i think that that movie is such a great representation of crazy insane love right and it when i was watching it it just it was fun because i watched it with skipped and we went to the movie theaters and we saw it together and it just it just left me feeling so happy and excited about our journey together and where we were in our relationship and our marriage and and at this point now currently we're at 11 years married together and it's just he is my risk my excitement my journey my outcome the thing i do anything to get to he is that for me and i do believe that i am that for him we it's not just me by myself it's us together because we are a team like i understand the idea that we want to tell ourselves that we'll be fine if we don't have anybody to be beside us but that's a lie who wants to be lonely do you really want to be by yourself is that going to suffice and fix anything i don't know if it is i think the ideology behind an actual marriage is that you are supposed to work through the good times and the bad to get to the even better times how fortunate is skip and star to have loved each other for such a long time and have 11 years of marriage together our story is unlike any other story our love is insane and we don't apologize for loving each other we don't apologize for anything we just are that other half of what the other half needs and that's what makes us great i would skyfall into him and he will and would skyfall into me a good representation of love is knowing that you have somebody there's nothing you wouldn't do to be with I'm so grateful that God gave me somebody that I can love and that God gave me somebody that can love me. When life gives you lemons, sometimes you make lemonade, but sometimes life gives you joy and sometimes you got to love the joy and love the moment. And he is my skyfall and I am his. Moving into the next part of our conversation, I won't say sorry. Have you gotten to the point in your life where you're tired of apologizing to people for being successful or following your dreams or doing what makes you happy and they're miserable and they're sad and upset? Stop apologizing. Why are you saying you're sorry because somebody has failed? Why are you saying you're sorry because somebody didn't predict something correctly? Why? Isn't that a great question? Shouldn't we be proud of when we accomplish something or succeed at something? If somebody's telling you not to be excited or not to want to be optimistic or joyful or happy about something, something's wrong with them. Don't apologize for succeeding. No. 
And if you're surrounded by someone that wants you to stop your joy and pause your happiness to be in an environment, then you need to find a new environment with different people. Just saying. Enough explaining. Are you surrounded by people that are looking for an explanation for things that they don't need an explanation for? Are you surrounded by people that are asking you to explain yourself when you're not supposed to explain yourself? If you're an adult, right? And somebody's like, why are you doing this? Because I want to. There's the answer. Like, why are you asking me? Are, are you somebody that has the right to ask me what I'm doing? No, you don't, right? So how about you shut up? Yeah, there's that. There's an answer. Like, outside of a child being asked to do something by their parents, which is probably within reason. And I know when we're all teenagers and we're at a young age, we think our parents are so annoying. But I got to admit, I'm glad my parents were the way they were with me because it led me to be smarter and wiser as I got older. And I can appreciate that as I get older. I didn't want to do really insane things. Like I wasn't interested in having a baby out of wedlock and dating somebody in jail and, and like doing criminal activities and things like that or getting hyped up with drugs and things like it's just not my style like I I don't like that stuff and you know why I don't like that stuff because I could have liked that stuff and I didn't so like no enough explaining yourself enough of telling yourself or explaining to people why this is that and why that is this the explanation that I just gave to you about how we can feel like we have to explain ourselves because of our relationship with our parents or the only people that should be explaining ourselves as kids with their parents. Understand that as a parent, you are responsible for a child until they are of the age 18. And it's likely even once they turn 18, especially if they're in college, you're still going to have to help them out and be a parent because it's always going to be your job. You're a parent, right? That's why you got to be really careful how soon you have children and if you're mentally prepared for the responsibility of being a parent and and being that responsible that's what the importance is of that be aware of everything that comes with that the only person that has to explain herself is children to their parents outside of that why are you spending your time explaining to somebody why something's happening are you going to feel validated at the end of that probably not right no make every moment count you should be living your life excited about successes excited about your trials your tribulations and how you got from a to z and you should be enjoying every moment of that you shouldn't be questioning yourself you should be enjoying your time time isn't something we can buy it doesn't have a price tag there's no amount of money that can purchase it which is why you have to enjoy every moment and not think twice about things and not live your life in a box in a corner staring at a wall second guessing everything you're doing that's not living that's called fear and fear isn't going to help you with anything it's going to hold you back and it's going to stop you from living and enjoying your life and i am a good explainer of that because i did it to myself so many times Questioning myself for others, trying to make other people happy, 
thinking that was going to make me happy. It's not. Like, I get to dictate my future. And no one's responsible for that except for me. That's why I made a lot of different decisions and changes that made sense with where I am in my life now. Next part of the conversation. Don't give a voice to those with no ears. Now, think about what I just said. Why are you going to get allow somebody to speak who can't hear? Because if they're speaking, are they only speaking so they can only hear themselves? Or are they speaking because they want to hear what your opinion might be? <coughs> There's a lot of people that only want to talk. They don't want to hear anybody else's opinion or someone's thoughts. They only want to hear themselves. I think that we need to be aware that don't waste your time talking to people that don't want to talk to anybody but themselves. Let them talk to themselves. Because do you really want to sit there and listen to their nonsense? Do you only want to waste your time talking to someone that doesn't deserve to be talked to? I've just gotten to that point in my life where I'm just like, you know what? Ah, pass. Nah, I'm good, man. Finally, stand strong. Like, if you believe in something, if you believe in yourself, if you're trying to accomplish something or you're trying to do something, stay strong, stay committed, stay fierce, and get through it. Sometimes it's going to be easy to do that, and sometimes it's going to be hard. We got to be fully aware of your strengths and hold on to that. Moving into the watching part of the podcast, this Hollywood protest is okay with me because I already got a lot of things that I want to watch anyway, so they can protest forever. I'll talk about it every day because I think it's absolutely hilarious. These people that have made all this money, and I'm talking about Fran Drescher, who's in charge of the SAG or whatever it is. Listen, lady, like you had your time in Hollywood where you made the nanny show like 90 years ago, and maybe you were credible at that point. But the idea that you want to march along the pavement with directors and you want to act like these part-time people that are working jobs think they're going to get more money is insane. And the idea that they want to fight against AI is insane. Why don't we just skip the middle part of this and replace them with AI? How about we just not give them their jobs back? If you're going to complain about your job, then you shouldn't have one. I'm sorry, where are we? Like, you're not promised anything. If you want to succeed, you have to work for that. You really, 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 really are, like, just making your lives harder. Because... Your competition is streaming and network television cannot compete with it. And nobody watches normal TV except for people that can't afford to watch streaming. 
and even if people can watch network TV, it's not on TV. It's on Hulu, okay? Hulu is connected directly with Fox, and the majority of the people watch things watch it on Hulu. There's also Paramount Plus, and there is MGM, and there is Peacock, and there's Netflix, and there's Shudder, and there's so many others as well, including Max. And I could continue to go on. And a lot of this, these streaming services have been connected together. There's a conglomerate here. There's a monopoly on it. And I know we want to sit here and we want to act like we want to care about these people that are protesting. But typically when people do protests like this, it doesn't end well for them. So I'm going to sit here with my popcorn and my bowl and my big gulp cup on my couch that's pretty damn comfy and i'm just gonna watch this bad comedy show as it continues literally you guys are messing with fire and you're gonna get burned because no viewer cares about you you're all replaceable and the majority of the movies that are coming out at the box office suck anyway nobody's going to see them in a movie theater your ratings haven't been worse i mean come on man Harrison Ford lost to a sex trafficking movie that wasn't a big Hollywood ordeal and you all tried to deny it. You all tried to act like it wasn't a great movie and that is the only movie that's number one still, even after crappy Barbie came out. These people don't understand their surroundings and their reality and they're going to get awoken from the sleep because nobody cares about you or your jobs. You are all replaceable, and you're not really that good anyway. So next, I'll be on all my social media. Sorry, not social media. I'll be on all my streaming platforms because I have a lot of them, and I won't miss you. My husband won't miss you. None of our family members will miss you. You're all replaceable. And I guess the time to replace you is now. Bye. Moving into the next part of our conversation outside of the fact that we don't care about Hollywood or the crappy protest. Extraction season two. Oh my god, it was so good. From the first ep- from the first part of the movie to the end, I was on the edge of the couch. Like, what's gonna happen next? Oh my god, I can't believe that just happened. From where the movie took place to everything that was hap- happening in the movie, it was really entertaining. It was very good. And it was very just everything you want in a good movie that's exactly what it was it was it followed extraction one and it it set everything into precedent and it was everything that i wanted it to be and more if you're looking for a good movie to watch this weekend or this week definitely try extraction two is it cake haven't finished it yet but i think i'm on episode six it's a pretty entertaining show every time i watch an episode like i watched some of it with skip and he was able to figure out really quickly which ones were the cake but i was just taking my time getting through it but we'll see what happens I like it. He made fun of me for watching it, but I'm still going to watch it to the end. It's not your typical, like, cooking show. That's why I like it. It's legitimately about, like, cake decorating, and I find that aspect of it really entertaining. Will we get any episodes of Yellowstone? Not with this, like, protest going on, but I don't care anyway. I don't really understand the idea of them wanting to cancel it regardless. (coughs) There were some problems with the main actor, and he didn't like something, and these people forget their jobs like you're replaceable just like i said at the beginning of star watch 
that's another example of the okay here we go and another example of it is game of um game of thrones the ending of that show was horrific eight seasons and that's how you ended it it's like you just gave up and you gave it an ending like that because you didn't have anything else planned that's a horrible representation about something that was so incredible for so long and you ended it horribly so that's what these companies do they have these writers and they just get irritated and they don't want to do their goddamn jobs so they mess up things as a viewer of a lot of things, predominantly like HBO before it turned into Max, HBO is what you paid for so you could have premium watching. Now everything is a conglomerate and they just put it on HBO and they've gotten rid of the actual good things. Like they got rid of Westworld. Like, why did they get rid of Westworld? Like, why? But okay. They've gotten rid of a lot of things that are actually good to watch. And they haven't really replaced it with anything. I don't know. I don't really care about Yellowstone. I mean, I want to obviously see the rest of the episodes, but I don't know when we're going to see them. They're on a protest, and it's likely that's not going to happen for a while. Five Star Chef, that's on Netflix. Definitely going to give that a try. Hopefully, it's like the Is It Cake show. Summer Job, that looks decent. And Jack Ryan, almost done watching that. We'll see what happens. Moving into food, Italian chopped salad. I saw the recipe for it. It was iceberg lettuce chopped up. It was to uh, grape tomatoes, olives, onions, ham, and then you make your own um, sauce. So you put spicy mustard, you put olive oil, you do lemon juice, and you do a little bit of paprika. You shake that up in a can or like a bottle, squirt it on, and mix everything together with mixing tongs. Boom. There you go. Doesn't that sound delicious? I can't wait to try it. It's definitely going on my list of things I want to make. Mm-hmm. Mexican pasta. I wanted to make Mexican pasta this week, but Skip was on my nerves, so I didn't do it. Okay. Uh, how do you make Mexican pasta? Well, first you have to figure out what pasta you're going to use. I recommend you find a gluten-free uh, pasta to use that doesn't have any carbs in it, or you just make your own zoodles. If you've got a con- if you got the zoodle um, thing or you got the attachment for your KitchenAid, just make your own zoodles. Get a zucchini and zoodle it on. That could be the pasta. Then you're going to do the, the sauce. So the Mexican sauce is green chiles. You can do uh, pico. You can add in chopped tomatoes. You can add in onions, peppers. You're going to add in some jalapenos. You can obviously cut those in half. Uh, then you want to add in, I'd say, sour cream, hot sauce, cream cheese, some Parmesan sauce, and um, some diced um tomatoes mix that together uh maybe the tomatoes if you're using bigger tomato put that in a blender to blend it up because you want everything to be really smooth um but you kind of want it to be chunky too so honestly just leave all the veggies chunky right um then you're gonna um in a different pan i'd say one pan you're going to cook the ground beef you could use beyond meat if you want if you don't want real beef or you could use the actual beef. You can do this either way. You can also do this with meatballs if you want to get real creative. And you want to obviously cook the meat till it's done. Then you add the sauce back in and you mix it together. Then you add in the completed zoodles or whatever noodles you're going to use. We're talking about the healthier edition. But you could honestly do this with any noodles. You could do this with rigatoni. You could do it with spaghetti. You could do it with penne. You could do it with whatever you want. Bow tie. Whatever pasta you want to put. Spiral. 
mix it in mix it all together then you're going to cover that with another layer of sour cream and uh top that with a layer of ricotta then you're going to put mozzarella on it then you're going to take that pan put that in the oven cook that from 10 to 15 minutes make sure when you take it out the cheese is melty boom you just got a meal prep or a dinner for a couple of days and it is going to be delicious and i definitely think you're going to like it man i kind of wish i had that right now i kind of wish i ignored skip and i made it anyway because i think that would have tasted good every day for a week i think i'm going to make it next week we'll see what happens moving into the next part of our conversation ramen in the microwave i got some ramen like bowls in a bag that i got from the i think the korean market that's in town in the center of town and and i real i really like that market i like the options that they have available so i I also got some korean meatballs and i'm just gonna have that as a meal prep this week and i think i'm gonna like it i'm gonna give it a try i'll tell you guys what i think um I'm okay with adding the water and making the noodles in the microwave. At first, I wasn't sure what it was going to taste like. But I'm really excited about... I do think that... It can be fun to cook and you should love it outside of all these different options of putting things in the microwave you could decide if you want lean cuisine or life cuisine whatever it is or any of those options or you could get the food service thing that i always tell you about that i'm always on the fence about do i want to order it do i want to spend 70 dollars a week for my meals my husband's like no but i'm like maybe and he's like you don't want to waste money on that and i don't really see it as wasting money i see it as taking away me meal prepping and honestly but then i'm concerned about the sodium on that that's why i'm iffy about meals preps because the sodium looks awful so i don't know that part of me have that part of it has me like questioning it altogether honestly um low carb almond butter fudge doesn't that sound delicious well obviously you make you take the almond butter fudge and the chocolate and you put that into a spray down pan right a sheet pan put that in the oven and you cook that for about 30 minutes making sure that you know the chocolate and the um the nutter butter is cooked then you let that cool for about an hour and you chop that into pieces and you put it in the freezer put it in the freezer for a couple of hours making sure it's frozen then you could take it out and eat it and put it in the fridge or put it wherever you want uh, you can honestly put that with ice cream or whatever you want, and I think you'll like it. Very tasty, very flavorful. If you want to eat something sweet, I say go for that. We should be seriously eating less sugar because sugar is bad for your teeth, it's bad for your body, and it leads to diabetes. Yeah. Nobody wants to deal with that, do they? Cheesy green enchilada bake. So, we're making enchiladas. You could do chicken or beef here. I probably prefer beef. Um... Skip's mom made enchiladas the other day, and oh my god, I swear she should have a Mexican restaurant. I don't know how she makes Mexican food the way she does, but it tastes like she is a cook at my favorite favorite Mexican restaurant in the world, and I feel like she works there because I swear these enchiladas she made, ooh, mm, perfecto. They were so good. So, obviously, you want to make your green chili sauce. You want to get the green chilies. You want to get some sour cream, some cream cheese. So, 
um, what the hell is it called? You could probably use like milk or heavy cream. I'd go heavy cream here. You don't want to use milk. Go 100% heavy cream, heavy cream. Then you're also going to add in some mozzarella, but a lot of mozzarella. Then in another pan, you're going to cook the chicken, right? Because you're making enchiladas. So you're going to have to get you know, what you roll the enchiladas in, the shells, right? You're going to have to get the chicken. You should marinate the chicken in whatever seasoning you want. You want to make sure it's Mexican or the beef. We're doing beef here, so you want to cook off the, the ground beef in another pan, and you want to make sure you marinate it with Mexican flavors or sofritas. Uh, you make sure that's cooked. Make sure it's completed. Make sure it's done. Then you roll up the enchiladas. Make sure you add in cheese, right? You want this to be ooey gooey, cheesy, squeezy. Then you take another bag of the Mexican cheese. You pour that on top. Then you take the sauce. You drizzle the, all the sauce that you made that I just told you to mix together. You drizzle that on top. Then you top it again with cheese. You put that in the oven. You let that sit in there for about 25, 35 minutes. Everything is bubbly, ooey gooey, cheesy, squeezy. Boom. You just made dinner or meal prep for a long time. And I think you're going to like it. You can definitely side that with mexican rice and obviously you want to have the you know the beans right the black beans or the the, the, the peanut beans I, I think you'll be very surprised how good it is and i think you'll absolutely love every moment of that final or finally orzo salad mm. i saw the recipe for it but i didn't really look at it i was just going to ask you what do you guys think about orzo salad is that something that you think you'd eat would you try it I don't know if I would try it. It looked okay, but it, it doesn't really look like things that I would normally eat. That's why I was questioning it. If you want to see the recipe for it, you could totally go on Pinterest and check it out yourself. Anyways, my friends, that's the end of this Monday podcast. Thank you for tuning into Born to be a Star. And don't forget that you are a star wherever you are. And I'll see you tomorrow, Tuesday. Bye.